Please pray with me. Lord God, thank you for this opportunity we have to worship you together. We pray that in your grace you would reveal yourself to us here today, Lord. That you would speak to our hearts, that you would draw us close to you. Lord, we came here with cares and concerns and worries, um, which might still be rattling around our head. Lord, help us to turn those over to you now. And trust, Lord God, uh, that you will uh, fulfill them as best for us. And Lord, we pray that you would speak now. Please place your words in my mouth that I might be faithful in proclaiming them, Lord. And may you implant your word in all of our hearts. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated. Morning! Morning. So good to see you all today. Well, 21 years ago, give or take a few months, I made a decision, right? I made a decision to ask a girl to go to homecoming dance with me, right? We were at a Nevada Union football game, and uh, this girl and I had been friends for a while, and I thought, oh, I'm going to ask her to go to homecoming with me. Anyone know who that girl is? Tara, right? My wife, uh, the mother of our four children, right? That was the decision I made 21 years ago, and has that had implications upon my life? (laughs) Yeah, right? Could you imagine how different my life would be if I hadn't made that decision that night to ask her to go to homecoming with me? I mean, it's pretty weird. Like, you can't even imagine it because, you know, it's impossible to know, even when you make the decision. Did I know that she was going to be my wife when I asked her? No, I would have been even more terrified to ask, right? (laughs) That would have been horrific, right? Trying to get up the nerve to do that. It was scary enough. I had no idea. And anyone happen to know who it was that I heard the gospel through and became a Christian? Tara. Right? So do you think our relationship might be different, yours and mine, if I hadn't asked her to homecoming that night? Yeah. Isn't that interesting? The implications of a simple decision have changed my whole life, right? And you have those experiences in your life as well, don't you? Those decisions you made that have, uh, that have changed everything about you, that have changed all your circumstances, and that continue to move forward into the future and change future events as well. That's how life is. No pressure, kids, though. Next time you have to ask somebody to go to your dance, <laughs> right? It, it, the universe might be hanging on your decision, Right? But don't let it worry you. Okay, so in our Old Testament passage, we have the account of the calling of Abraham. Uh, Here he is spoken of as Abram. It is later that he gets the name Abraham from the Lord. Um, But God's call to Abram is such a simple thing. Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. All Abram needed to do was go. God would provide the direction. He just needed to go. While this call was simple, as you and I know, going is complicated, right? Because what did going involve for Abram? Packing, Packing, right? Yeah, telling his wife, convincing his whole family to pick up and move, or his immediate family to pick up and move, right? You think that was simple? There's a lot of inertia, Right? To picking up everything and moving. Especially when, what did Abraham not know? Where he was going, going, right? I mean, could you imagine telling your family coming home one day, all right, everybody, pack up. Where are we going, Dad? I don't know. 
I don't know. Yeah, GPS will tell us, right? Yeah, God will tell us. That's what he did. I mean, and, and he didn't even have the benefit of like a moving truck or an airplane, right? He was pack up and carry it. This was a difficult decision for Abram. He had a lot to leave behind. He had to go knowing in all likelihood he would never see his extended family again because it's not like he could hop in the minivan and head back home, right, to see him for a weekend vacation. Like, it just didn't work that way. But once he decided to follow where God was calling him, the action itself was simple. God was going to lead him, and he was going to follow God's call in Abram's life was not convoluted. It was clear and direct, and there was only one way to carry it out. He was to go, and God was to lead. I love simple solutions like that, don't you? When it's just like that clearly before you, okay, all I do is go, and God takes care of everything else. That's a beautiful thing. So what did Abram have to go on that led him to drop it all And follow where God was leading. Because you know that's not an easy decision, is it? To leave all that stuff behind and then go? It's easy for us in the 21st century to look at the situation with the Bible before us and an understanding of the whole rest of the Old Testament and the New Testament and know that what Abram did was right. But what caused him to do it then? We don't really know. Right? We have almost, uh, we know almost nothing about Abram's relationship with God from before this time. We really just have an account of his birth, who his dad is, and then you have the call. But we know from Abram's response that he trusted God. And what brings a person to trust someone? What makes you trust somebody? Faith. Experience, faith, yeah. Um, and experience is often comes out of. Uh, relationship, right? Over the years, you see this person as reliable, what they say um, they, they follow through with, or, or when they don't, they say they're sorry, and relationship is reestablished, right? There's this, this beautiful um, time-earned trust for one another, isn't there? It's all about relationship when it comes down to it, this ability to trust someone else, to listen to what they say. And I have become such a person on TripAdvisor. You all know what TripAdvisor is, right? It's a website where um, you can, you can um, post reviews of hotels and restaurants and things like that. You guys know this thing, right? Oh, man. And you see it at, like on restaurants and hotels. They'll have the little allies on the doors, little sticker that says TripAdvisor. I am now a trusted advisor. Yeah. I know. It's pretty important to me. My wife laughs at me all the time about it, right? But I, like, keep posting these reviews. I'm like, and then I keep moving up in the ranks, right? Because you get different badges for badges, badges. Uh, I keep moving up in this, right? And I'm loving it. I love it. And then people, like, click if it's helpful. If your review is helpful, they can click on it. And then I get to hear, right? And that, that helps me move up in status because I become more trusted, Right, but why do websites like TripAdvisor exist? That's right, because you can't, you can't really just call the hotel and say, are you a nice hotel? Right, and they'll say, oh, yes, of course we are. All the roaches think so, or whatever, you know? Like, 
You can't really get an unbiased opinion from the hotel, can you? Right, and so TripAdvisor is kind of like having friends all over the place who travel all over the world, and they can say, tell you what their experience of that place was. Right, it's an earned respect that you get and trust so that you can travel not worried about the place is going to be a real dump when it sounded so nice in the, on their own website or whatever. We have a desire and a need to trust before we set out, right? It's just, it's just written in us. And Abram had that same desire as well, but God fulfilled that desire for him. He knew when he followed God, he would be fine. God would take care of him, watch over him, protect him, and lead him to the place that he needed to go. And so Abram went. He left his homeland He left his extended family, and he followed God with no hesitation. And when he followed God, the world was changed. Right? Because anyone know what land God led Abraham to? What's the name of that land? Or what that place is? The promised land, right? It became the land that who inhabited later? Moses and the Jews, right? They came. Moses led them to the edge of the promised land, and then... Joshua took them in, and it was their place. Their place. And who is the father of the Jews? Abraham, right? From him that nation came. It was through his faith that God built that nation around him. And so what does the call of Abram mean to us? Well, the same God who spoke to Abram speaks to us today. He has not shut off communication since Abram. Rather, he is seeking to talk to you and to me, even at this very moment. If we will but listen, we will hear God. But hearing presents a problem, doesn't it? Because if we hear, we have a choice, right? And our choice is, are we going to listen to God or not? Are we going to obey when he calls us to do something that might be difficult? Are we going to journey when he calls us to go? Are we willing to listen when he calls us to sacrifice? Are we willing to repent when he calls us to repentance? The challenge is, is that we as people tend to be focused on ourselves and what we want, don't we? I mean, I know I am. And so are we willing to repent of that and trust God? listen to his voice in our life, and follow him when he leads us. Now, we're not Abraham, but our willingness to listen to God can change the world as well, can't it? You and I have no idea what the fruit of our lives and our faithfulness will mean in this world. We have no idea what will happen the next time we share the good news with someone else. You have no idea who they will share it with, and they will share it with, and they will share it with. You have no idea how many lives you and I can change, transform for the glory of God, if we will but be faithful to the call of God in our lives, respond to his words to us. The beauty of this, um, this account of Abram and God is that it is one, of, one founded in relationship. God spoke to Abram. Abram responded. It's not something that was formulaic. 
It's not something that was prescribed or um, a law that had been laid down because Abram was before the law. Rather, it was a relationship that God had asked Abraham to be in. And they walked together. And in relationship, you have communication, give and take, movement, development of love and trust. We are called to that same relationship with God. And he can use us powerfully in this world if we will but be willing to respond to him in faith. Do we know what our actions, what fruit they'll bring? No, we have no idea. Do we know where we'll be 20 years down the line if we choose to say yes to God in this thing he's calling us to? No, we have no idea. All we are asked to do is to trust and to follow where he leads us. May we, at this church, be people who listen to God and who trust him and follow him where he leads us. And as we do so, may he bless us, may he bless those people we come into contact with, and in his grace, may he keep us close by his side. Let's pray. Lord God, thank you for being a God who speaks to us. Lord, there are so many other ways you could relate to us, but you choose to be in relationship with us. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your mercy, the hope which you fill our hearts with. Help us, Lord God, to walk with you, to follow you, and to trust you. May you continue to reveal yourself to us and your plan to us, Lord. And as you speak to us, give us ears to hear and hearts that listen. And may we follow you wherever you lead us, Lord God. Thank you for paving the way. Thank you for uh, sacrificing yourself so that we might be filled with your hope and peace. And we pray that you would help us be your servants in this world as we walk in faith. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.